the Karzar. My dad worked for GM. Detroit is just a vacuum of, of, of dumb. Let's do a little role play like we do. You're not the kind where I'm the pool guy. I'm though. in. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I think I've already dropped three expletives, and we're not 30 seconds in. I should get to have a parrot if I also have to have a hook or an iPad. It's yeah. an automotive show here. Let's move on. Here's the Karzar. Time to turn it on. You know, I don't mind telling you, I, I, I love an anthem. I, I'm just going to say it. I'll tell you, this son of a bitch can sing. What's this guy's name? This is... This Australian guy, what is this guy's name? What is it? Hugh Jackman. This guy's in everything. I thought he was an actor. He's in Les Miserables. singing in... This is the greatest show? I, I, I can sing like that. I really can. Welcome to the Carzar Show. Uh, I'm Doug Browner, where the music choices get more bizarre and possibly more illegal each and every time I do not own the rights to that music. <laughs> so you should probably shut it off. <laughs> and God bless Hugh, Hugh Jackman, who, by the way, I did a little research because anybody who catches my my gleam, as you will, I do. I, you know, I look, I, I, I look them up, and you know, guys like my age. I mean, I can't even, I, I have to, I pee four times a night. I bet you Hugh Jackman only pees once. That guy's in incredible shape. Welcome to the biggest and the best and the most informative uh, automotive podcast in the world. Uh, first week of September, a lot of stuff going on. Um, trying desperately to avoid any sense that we have a political agenda on this show. We really don't. Uh, what we have on this show is an agenda of common sense and kindness and family because that is how I run my family and I know it's how you run yours. Uh, I'm blessed to have four amazing kids, even though they're all teenagers, <laughs> and an amazing wife, Kim. Um, all the information, by the way, that we cover today can be found on our website and links to the podcast, previous TV shows, and our Facebook page is very active, uh, facebook.com slash the Carzar. If you are looking for a new car, strap yourself in because the landscape is changing almost by the month. And here is really the very latest. This data is coming out of the federal government as well as the California Automotive Dealers Association. If you are seeking to buy a used car anytime soon, you better be prepared to dig a little deep. Used car prices are skyrocketing as used car inventories are dropping. Why is this? Why is this happening? Why all of a sudden it's sort of an inversion? Well, the reality is, is that because of COVID, new car production lost two to three months this year uh, because of slowdowns in factories and in some cases the closure of certain assembly plants. So inventory of new cars uh, and new car sales um, are down. So fewer people are buying new cars because of it. The automakers have to make that money up somehow. So new car prices are relatively high, which means used cars have lower prices and they're more attractive, kind of ninth grade economics there. I've seen this cycle many times before, but there's good news here. 
if you have a used car and you want to sell it, you're going to get top dollar for it. And I'm not talking about trade-ins. We don't trade cars in. If you listen to the show and you trade a car in, just drop me from your subscription. I don't even want to talk to you because it's the stupidest thing in the world. If you get an auto loan from your car dealer, stop listening to the podcast because you're an idiot. You're a moron. A car dealership is not a bank. They sell cars. I don't I don't go to Nordstrom to finance my house, okay? You don't do that. You go to a bank or a credit union, you get your money, you find out how much you can afford realistically, and then you take that money and you go and buy the thing that you want. In this case, either a new or a used car. But don't let the new or used car dealer sell you the money. They're not banks. They're terrible at it. And they really screw around with the numbers, okay? So that's the number one financial advice I can give you when it comes to automobiles. But speaking of interest rates, they're pretty low. Especially, they're not low at the dealerships, by the way. They never go low. But credit union rates and even traditional bank auto loan rates are relatively low. So if you, here's the thing, if you want a new car and you're set on a new car, be patient, look for a deal, really look hard, look at all the online stuff, and then sell your used car yourself and get a credit union loan and bam, you just cheated the system and you made thousands. I've been in the business 35 years, that's how I do it. But you don't trade stuff in, Ever and you don't take loans from dealers. Um, you want to talk about assets, something you can get a lot of money for. I'm a truck guy. Um, I have cars and I review cars every week. By the way, uh, new podcast, new new auto review. I should say on our Facebook page about the new Chevy Trailblazer. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might want to watch that one. It's on Facebook. Uh, but pickup trucks. The highest value used vehicle that there is right now, the average used pickup, full size, in this country right now is $33,000. Used, used. The average used pickup truck right now is $33,000. If you're going to buy something, buy something that is going to have high value and continue to have high value I'm telling you that the truck market's strong, especially on the West Coast, and and, and California um, leads that. So there are buying opportunities, but you need to be careful. Honestly, and none of you, well, some of you do this, and not all of you, and I wish you would. If you have a question about a car or a buying decision, or you're getting some crap from a car dealer and you don't understand it, you can you can ask me a question. I, I Go through Facebook. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't sleep well. I can't tell you, and Kim good, but how many nights it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm answering Facebook questions and I'm loving it, or, you know, a lot of you seem with the pandemic to be up late at night. So um, I'm here for you. Facebook.com slash the cars are. I usually can get back to you in a day or so. So if you have a question about what to do, um, uh, buying or selling, trading, financing, uh, that that's why I do this. Um, and I don't get paid by any automaker. Uh, I review over a hundred cars a year, and I don't take a dime from anybody. So I'm I don't uh, look. I you know there there are movie reviewers out there who every single damn movie they see they give it five stars. You know I, I'm not that guy. 
I, I'll give you an example. I talked about the Chevy Trailblazer that I just reviewed. The absolute biggest piece of shit I've driven in 20 years. And, and I can say that because it's my podcast. Now, I like GM. My dad worked for GM for 35 years. I think it's it, it's become a misguided company. And I do think they build some good products. But the Trailblazer is just a turd. And, and, and they should stop it. And I feel comfortable calling them out on it. So, um that that just shows you um, that I, th- my information is is accurate and not impacted by any money. I want to go through this list real quick. We have a break coming up. Um, I want to tell you the cars that you're least likely to to be buying in your future. And this came out of a list. This was a, a survey, um, and I do want to credit and attribute uh, it to USA Today. It did catch my eye. Sad, look, this pandemic is we're, we're at the bridge of a. Or at, the, or at the cusp, I should say, of a really big economic problem in this country. I'm just telling you, and I've been singing this song for a while, We're gonna, it's going to get worse before it gets better economically. But here's the bottom line. Here are the cars you're probably not going to be seeing after the next couple of months. And these numbers, and I'll keep them just five or six, these statistics are sales data that have been gleaned over the last five years. Here it goes. Get ready. The Lexus RC... Sales down 69%. The Audi A3, I'll tell you, the Audi A3 was a hot car for a bunch of years. I had a ton of customers wanting one. Sales of the Audi A3 over the last five years down 71%. Check this one out. The Ford Taurus, sales down 73%. The Fiat, down 78%. When that new Fiat was launched, I, 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 I was in Detroit I just, I went and I, I swear to you, I, I think I went and got a beer. I'm like, what is, Americans aren't going to drive that. I was right. Fiat down 78%. Volkswagen Passat down 82%. And then this is the kicker. The Chrysler 200 in the last six years down 99%. The Chrysler 200, sales down 99.8% in the last six years. What? Why are we still building this car? It's probably not going to be built for much longer. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why I love this guy. Oh, can you feel it, baby? And it's not just because I lived in Manhattan when his rock-hard body was half naked in Times Square, which it was, but why Marky Mark is giving me some good automotive vibrations, we're going to talk about Marky uh, and uh, why he's trending for something more than his abs, dude is just jacked, you're listening to the number one automotive show anywhere, this is the Car Search Show, we'll be right back. Mr. Motorhome and the Guard Puppies here to invite you to Mr. Motorhome's sizzling summer sale going on right now. 272 of the gentliest used RVs you've ever seen. Highway 99, Elk Grove Boulevard, and visit MrMotorhome.com.
I like to run around the house pretending I'm Marky Mark, so I put on my Calvin Klein's. And um, the kids particularly enjoy it, seeing my my fat body just just bouncing, and and then typically um, protective services get involved. Uh, welcome back to the show, Marky Mark. Obviously, needs no introduction. He, uh, I actually don't. I, I never liked Marky Mark. I, 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 you know, when he was really at the height of his fame, and that's because he was from Boston. He's a Southie. I'm from New York. I mean, you know, we used to look for guys from Boston just to get into fights with them. You know, I grew up in probably the same type of environment that that Mark Wahlberg did, kind of working class. Um, Mr. Wahlberg has certainly done a better job financially with his life than I have, but um, there's a new reason that I, I respect him. Uh, after having a life where he did have some trouble, he actually did jail time, and he still has a felony on his record for, for an assault, um, and uh, became a rapper, singer, Billboard star and probably one of the few men in the world who could ever turn me out. And did you? We, you never saw that. I was living in Manhattan at the time. I mean, it was hard for me to go get a cup of coffee without finding myself, you know, staring at that very large billboard. Um, the um, it was the, it was the design of the cut of the underwear. I digress. Uh, Mr. Wahlberg spends, um, uh, even though he's uh, from Massachusetts, as we all know, and uh, he spends a lot of time in Massachusetts, and uh, he lives in Beverly Hills. But it was while he was in uh, Detroit a few years back that he was introduced to a guy who um, owned um, a bunch of car dealerships. In fact, the guy owned nine carlerships. His name is Jay Feldman. And, and, and Mr. Feldman, Mr. Wahlberg had a handshake, and that was it. Over time, somehow they connected through email or uh, whatever other means, and they found that they had a lot in common. They're the same age or in the early 50s. They both have families, and they're, they're kind of uh, have been described as being um, a, a, a incredible forces in business and just risk takers and really hardworking guys. Uh, I don't know if you know that the Wahlberg family is run by Mark Wahlberg and his family. They own Wahlburgers. And um, Mr. Feldman, who lives in Detroit, said, I want to buy a bunch of your franchises. And then and, and Mark Wahlberg said, great. He said, I want to buy a, some dealerships with you. And so the story is this, that they've become business partners and very successful business partners. Mark Wahlberg now owns three Chevy dealerships in Michigan. And when he was recently introduced, or I should say interviewed by the Detroit Free Press, Mark Wahlberg said that the business of retailing automobiles is as difficult um, as uh, the restaurant business, but also as satisfying when you do it right. And those are his words. Um, The two guys have uh, been working together uh, now for a bunch of years, and both uh, ends of their business, be it the Wahlburger franchises, uh, that I think Michigan, we don't have the, we don't have them out here, right? Wahlburgers? No, they're back east in Boston, I think New York, uh, primarily East Coast stuff, uh, Michigan. Um, but they, they tend to do well, and they're all owned by the family, and, they're, and the family and the brothers, the Wahlberg brothers, are very involved in it. I, I, I only raise it because, you know, 
the um, Feldman, the, the, the partner, Jay, who owns these now 12 auto dealerships, he was the first kid in his, uh, cla- in his, in his family, I should say. Feldman was the first kid in his family to ever go to college. Wahlberg was one of nine kids with a single mom and went to, was in jail at one point. I mean, when you look at what this country still offers us, when you look at the opportunities to take a guy like Feldman, to take a guy like Wahlberg, and to bring that, you know, I need so many parents who are screaming at each other that, you know, their kid is on the waiting list to get into freaking preschool or whatever. And I think that's all good. And yeah, I went to college. And, but, you know, what did it really do for me versus hard work? What did it really do for me versus going home and, and, and sitting down and having my mother tell me, turn the television off. If you want something to do, read the newspaper, which is what she did. Lo and, lo and behold, I became a journalist. You see, it's not that difficult. Put down the goddamn video games. Give me your phone. Put that down because that's what we do in our house. And I have four teenagers. Read the newspaper. Talk to me about what you think about this election. Tell me who you are. Who are your friends? How do you differentiate yourself? Use words like that. I'm just impressed. So if you're in Michigan, you want to go to Michigan, you can get yourself a Wahlburger. I heard they're pretty damn good. And you can buy a car from um, Marky Mark. Uh, in himself, I'll tell you. Do we have time? Do we have one minute, Kim? One minute. I, I, uh, Ronnie Lott. For those of you who are Forty Nine er fans, I know a lot of you locally are. Ronnie Lott had a Toyota dealership uh, down near Fairfield, and uh, many, many years ago, Mister Lott invited me to come down when the uh, Toyota dealership was opening and to do a live shot for Good Day Sacramento for TV. He was very proud of it. And one of the there were two cool things about Ronnie Lott Toyota at that time that I loved. One. If you bought a Toyota from Ronnie Lott, you got a football signed by Ronnie Lott. That alone would make me drive all that way to buy a Corolla. But the other cool thing is in the parking lot, there was a NFL regulation-sized goalpost. It was the coolest thing, and it had yard markers on it. And I said to him, can we come out of the commercial and, and you be holding the ball, and I'm going to kick a field goal? And he's like, I, I don't really think... We should do that. I'm like, Ronnie, I was, I was a high school field goal kicker. I'm really good. And he sort of looked at me. He's like, you don't look like a football player. I'm like, Ronnie, I'm a kicker. Come on, man. I was completely lying to him, and I thought that he knew I was lying. So we we lined the ball up at like for a 10-yard field goal, and we're coming out of the commercial, and I said, okay, just hold it right there, and I'm going to step back. And he whispered in my ear just as we were – Coming back for the commercial, and I swear, he's the greatest guy in the world, if you ever get a chance to meet him. And his exact words to me, if you kick my fucking hand, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And I'm like, Ronnie, I told you, I'm a football guy. So we do it, they come back live, I run up, and I kick part of his hand, and the ball goes like two yards. And he laughed, and I was terrified. But I swore to myself, I've never bought a Toyota. I actually did own a Toyota once, but I didn't. But if I were to buy a Toyota, I'd buy it from Ronnie Lott. And again, I think you still get signed football. Facebook.com slash thecarsar or go to thecarsar.com. Subscribe to the podcast. 
We'll give you discounts if you do to our auto repair shop in Sacramento. If it's automotive and you're not sure, you're not listening hard enough, we give it to you straight and we'll rock you. Get it? It's Rock the Casbah. That's it for us. Drive safely, be safely, wear a mask. We'll talk next week. The preceding is produced by Matthew Browner and is a copyrighted production of the Cars Are Incorporated and Battle Hill Media.